Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you'll build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 173 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Great to have you here with us today. I wanted to give a shout out to our new listeners of the podcast. I've got some feedback that we've had some new people join listening in to our weekly episodes. So if that is you, welcome. It is great to have you here and I really hope you're enjoying the episodes that we're bringing to you, some of the interviews that we've been conducting. Actually, we've got some interviews coming up again in some future episodes as well. So it is great to have you here. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. It's always great to have our regular listeners with us. Now, I have a quick favor to ask you today, and that is this. If you are enjoying the podcast, uh, maybe a particular episode that's been a favorite, could you do me a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a rating or review? Well, actually, a rating and a review would be ideal. Um, just lets people know that this is the kind of podcast for them. And also, if you've got a favorite episode, it lets me know the types of topics that you would like me to cover on the podcast. So if you could take a moment after you've listened to this episode or at any time to, to give us a rating and a review, I would be truly, truly grateful. Now, today's episode, we are having a chat about actually a topic we've never ever discussed here on the podcast before. When it feels like we've covered all the possible HR topics, no, there's always something new. Today, I want to have a chat to you about whether having an intern is the right addition to your team. Um, well, so we'll have a chat about what an intern actually is because it's kind of, I think there's some misconceptions around interns. And I want to share with you a little experiment I'm doing in my business when it comes to interns and um, some of the opportunities that I think are there for businesses in engaging interns in their business. Now, if you haven't heard of the term intern before, well, I'm pretty sure most of you have heard of it, but perhaps you've got some misconceptions around what an intern actually does and in, you know, in what capacity an intern might be employed. I go straight to thinking of some key movies in this space. Devil Wears Prada is one. And of course, The Intern is the other movie that really comes to mind. And I think largely in 
the sense of the movies and the, the world that we consume content in on TV and so forth, being an intern does not sound like a fun experience. <laughs> we see these depictions of interns being treated terribly or being expected to just do the bottom of the barrel tasks to run after the boss um, and just be a bit of a slave, really, to be fair. And it's not actually, I guess, the truth of what an intern might do in your business. Now, there are some industries where using an intern has been the norm. And I definitely think the media, public relations, communications, journalism space have always really used interns as a part of their business function. Um, and I think there's a, a broad range of industries that do, but it's always felt for me, even from a HR perspective, to be very industry specific, like that industry uses interns, that industry doesn't. And I guess I've come to a different realisation about that in, um, in the last 12 months or so. So in terms of what a, a true intern is, really an intern is someone who is working with you in order to gain experience, really. So quite often an intern is a student or someone that's at the beginning stages of their career in a particular industry who's wanting to get their foot in the door. They're wanting to get experience, they're wanting to learn, but they're coming to you with very little experience and certainly very little experience in your industry or your particular area of specialization. And there are two different groups of interns. We've got paid interns and unpaid interns. Now, the depiction we see in the movies is often those ones that are just slogging themselves to absolute exhaustion without any real or certainly any suitable compensation for the efforts that they put in. And we do have to actually acknowledge that in Australia particularly, we have particular workplace laws around interns. Um, so there are two types. We've got paid and unpaid. Now, an unpaid intern is someone who is participating in a formalized educational program like a university degree, and the internship program is a part of their education. So if you're engaging someone who is participating in an internship that is part of them completing a particular qualification, that is totally fine to be unpaid. But if, you're, if you've got an intern program, for example, in your business and you engage interns, but it's not a compulsory requirement of their degree, for example, they need to be paid and they need to be paid appropriately um, by the award or at least the um, if there's no award that applies, the national minimum wage. So if you are engaging an intern it isn't part of their formalised degree, you do need to pay them, just like anyone else, at least at the national minimum wage. And I think there's a little misconception around that. And, and this is especially true if an employment relationship is deemed to have been formed, which might mean they're doing productive work for you that you're charging clients for. Um, you very much need to be paying that intern. But you can have an internship program. I'm going to share with you some examples of businesses that I work with that do have paid internship programs that are actually a very, very successful uh, recruitment strategy. So an intern is someone that is with your business with the intention to learn, to gain experience, to gain knowledge, but they will come to you very, very inexperienced and green. And so they do require a little bit of attention and time and training. Now, I mentioned earlier, I'm conducting a bit of an experiment in my own business at the moment with relation to interns. 
So I've been working with one particular client um, for a couple of, well, probably about 12 months, I would say now. Now, in my consulting business, I have one or two clients that I will work closely with. I'm sort of embedded into their team as their HR manager. Their staff will contact me. I'll do all the HRE things. And I choose to continue to work with one or two clients in this very in-depth, hands-on way because I find it keeps my skills fresh to share with my members of people-powered HR. Uh, and I also get to try out different strategies with these teams. Not that I'm treating them like an experiment, but I do get to try different things and learn what's working, what's changing in the world of HR, particularly with small businesses. And I bring that knowledge back out um, to, to the listeners of this podcast and certainly also to our people-powered HR members and my Power Boss coaching clients. But one of the clients I've been working really in depth with over the last 12 months, they have a fairly structured intern program in their business. Now, this is a paid intern uh, situation. And what they do is they source university students who are currently in their final year of the degree uh, that is relevant to this business and we actively advertise for an intern. The interns will usually work one or two days a week on a regular basis for a period of, it's usually the duration of their final year at uni, Um, but we'll usually engage them on a casual basis initially just to assess the fit and that kind of thing. Now, this is a paid internship program and the interns in this business get to learn all of the fundamental skills of what it's like to work in this particular industry and really specifically this particular type of environment within this industry. And we have found this to be a really successful long-term recruitment strategy. And in fact, two of the staff that are currently in this small team of about 10 people came through this internship program. So very successfully were great interns. They were identified as really great future talent and are now working in more senior roles in the business. And it can be an excellent strategy for that kind of longer term team building and recruitment uh, campaigns. And it's great because you get to trial them as an intern, you're paying them appropriately, but you're really assessing their fit and their skills. And and for them, they're assessing, is this where they want to be? Because at the beginning of our careers, none of us know what we want to specialize in or the type of environment we want to work in. So it's a really good win-win situation. And for those of you who struggle to find really good, skilled, quality staff. An internship program is a great way to have a a longer-term recruitment campaign in your business. So I've watched this internship program and I thought it was really interesting um, how they approached it. I've watched them hire some not-so-great interns and some really good interns and looking at the difference there. I've also helped them actually change the structure of the internship program to, to be much more structured so that we weren't just throwing tasks and projects at the intern without any kind of sense of training or regular input or strategy around it. And we're really looking to now train the interns across all the areas of the business, again, to assess their skills, but also to give them a broader uh, range of experience. And that has been very successful in terms of us being able to attract the best interns out of a very competitive university environment into this business. So I've been watching this paid internship program with interest and have thought that although this industry that I'm working with does use interns quite regularly, how this could be applied across to other industries and businesses as a successful strategy and also a successful resourcing uh, capacity building tool. And then on top of that, um, probably might have been six or 12 months ago, I was in a, um, a meeting 
a two-person in-day with my mastermind uh, business group that I'm a part of, where I get together with other business owners and learn from our mentors. And one of the, the members of my mastermind raised the fact that she was getting some interns into her business, and her business is in an area that is not traditionally an intern-heavy business. And I, I really piqued my interest, and I started looking into it. And this is where my intern experiment has started. So I found out that universities are very keen to get their students into internship programs. And I thought this was interesting. And I connected with uh, the person actually at Newcastle University, who is, uh, I guess, they're the most local university to where I live geographically. And they explained to me that part of their curriculum is to, for every degree, have a subject that is work-based learning. It's effectively an internship, um, but they, it's, a, it's treated as a subject and they are the first university in Australia to build it in to every single degree, which I thought was fascinating. I also think it's a brilliant idea because how many of us finish a university degree and have got no idea what it actually means to work in that job in the big wide world? I know I had that experience I finished a forensic psychology degree only to realize we don't really hire forensic psychologists in Australia to any great extent. Um, and I think it's been the same for HR degrees and lots of different degrees where they haven't had that practical work component built in like you see with teachers and nurses. So I actually think from a, from the perspective of bringing people out of university who are much more work ready, I think this is brilliant. And this work-based learning um, integration into degrees, which is becoming much more common across lots of different universities. And so after discovering this, I made the decision to bring in some interns into my business in a couple of different areas because you're looking at specialist areas. And so I'm using unpaid interns because this is part of their university degree. And for the next six months, I'm going to have some interns working in my business. And what I thought might be a fun thing to do here on the podcast is to really just bring you along for the ride with this experiment. And so I'm going to record a few episodes. Today's is kind of giving you the backstory over the next six months with an update on my intern experiment so that you can decide whether having an intern in your business is the right thing for you. So I'm going to, I hope you're going to enjoy this journey with me and I'm going to share with you all the bells and whistles and what's and all about what I learn, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and hopefully that helps you if you're considering interns in your business. But what I'd really love you to do today is to consider what kind of opportunities having an intern might bring into your business. I think it's going to be a great way to get projects moving. And I'm certainly going to use that as part of my strategy with the interns that I'm going to have come in. I think we underestimate the enthusiasm an intern can bring into the business. And with the client that I work with that has the paid interns, I have definitely seen this play out. So their interns bring so much energy and enthusiasm because they are so keen to get experience and to learn. They're very keen to do research and they bring actually in many cases a different perspective um, into the role. And so they have different ideas. So they're actually a really motivated um, type of role to recruit into. I really like sometimes how they'll think differently as well, whether because they just haven't had the experience. And we all know after a certain amount of experience, we our curiosity and our way of thinking can get a little lax. So they bring something different there. And as I shared from the experience with the client I'm working with, they're very, it's a very good way to build future talent into your business. And I think in a lot of industries where we're very poor on 
having a good pool of talent available, getting them early, like when they're at uni, is a very, very good strategy. I think also having an intern might help me and maybe help you as well to get to things that I'm really not getting to in my business at the moment. So to remove some bottlenecks and um, possibly to free up time for me to focus on other things, but without having to commit to a I guess, an employed position when I'm not really clear what that looks like yet. So I think there's lots of opportunities. But I will say there are some things you need to be aware of. As interns, they're not skilled, they're not experienced. They are going to need a lot of hand-holding. And certainly the unpaid interns that are doing this as part of their degree, there's going to be some um, particular protocols we will need to follow in order for them to meet the requirements of their coursework. And that might mean a particular type of report or me doing some feedback with them. So you just need to know what you're getting into. And, and I sort of did hesitate a little bit before stepping forward with this because, because like all of you, I'm time poor and I was wondering whether I could really supervise properly an intern. Uh, but I do think it is, you know, as long as you go into it eyes wide open, the benefits do outweigh the potential downsides. So I hope you're looking forward to coming on this intern experiment journey with me. I do think that there is a massive amount of value that is untapped in using interns in our workplaces. And um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to be gained. So uh, I will keep you posted on my progress with my intern experiment. Now, if you use interns in your business or you're curious about using interns in your business, I would love to hear from you and for you to share your experience with me um, and with our listeners. The best way to do that is to join us over in our Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. If you search that on Facebook groups, you'll find us, but you'll just find a link directly to that group in today's show notes, wherever you're listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed our little chat on interns today, and I will bring you an update over the coming months on how things are going, what the challenges are looking like, and how I'm finding the experience of having an intern in my business. All right, that is a wrap for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast, and I will chat to you again next week. Take care.